My name is Dennis Bernstein. This is the Flashpoint Show. Our next guest, Greg Palast, writes, The Asian American community is the fastest growing community in Atlanta, and it's the one that put Warnock and Ossoff over the top. And that scares the hell out of Georgia Republicans. So the Asian American community is the prime target of their vote suppression attacks. It's not just Jim Crow now, it's Kim Crow. You want to expand on that, Greg? And yes, why that's fact, significant? Uh, very significant. In fact, last year, before these this horrible massacre this year, I said that the main target of the Georgia GOP and the vote suppression machinery was not the African-American vote. It was the Asian-American vote. Now, what's going on here? Asian-Americans used to vote in the majority Republican. Now they vote as if they've turned black. About 78% voted for Obama, and the numbers have been rising. I first did a report on prejudice uh, and vote suppression uh, aimed at the Asian-American community in Georgia in 2014 for Al Jazeera and then later in 17 for Democracy Now. Um, I was in the 6th District, by the way, where John Ossoff was basically uh, had his election for Congress swiped from him, and it was centered on um, crushing the Asian-American vote. And when I say crush, I mean we're talking serious threats here. So um, I was, uh, with Al Jazeera, I went to visit a group called 10,000 Koreans Vote in the 6th District in Georgia, in Atlanta. This is the fastest rising uh, demographic group in Georgia, and um, the fastest by far uh, in terms of growth of uh, of the number of voters. So for 10,000 Koreans to vote, which is their goal of the organization, you have to register 10,000 Koreans. They registered several thousand, gave the uh, registration forms to then-Secretary of State Brian Kemp, now governor. And uh, Brian Kemp, uh, uh, they, then they didn't see the names on, on the voter roll, so they called up Kemp's office, uh, the woman who headed the organization, Helen O. She says, where's, my, where's the voters? Where's our voters? said, we never received these forms. You never sent them. said, well, we, we know we did because we have photocopies. And so they said, well, let's, we want to see those copies. Oh, they sent over what's called the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the, the G-men of Georgia. Kemp sent in the stormtroopers who kicked in the doors. I can't make this up. Stole, uh, took, grabbed the computers, grabbed the files, and seized the people threatening basically a bunch of elderly uh, Korean-speaking, Korean-American voter registrars and threatened them with jail time, felony crimes. Remember, this is the same office that has made giving pizza to people in line a felony crime. Well, apparently registering Asian-Americans in Georgia is also a felony crime. They literally threatened them with, with felony charges for two years. They effectively shut down the organization. This was centered in the 6th District, and that's why Ossoff lost his bid for um, for Congress in in 2017, but then he came back, and Ossoff and uh, his partner uh, uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock worked with the Asian American community and fought back. They were not used to this type of harassment and terror, and in fact, I have in my film the best democracy money can buy. The Korean students have made a film in which they they called voting Gangnam Style to to get their parents to register. And they're all dancing Gangnam Style, and pop, 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 they turned into John Lewis. So John Lewis was dancing with them uh, before his death. I mean, amazing. And uh, this scared the hell out of the Republican Party. So they threatened the organization 
with um, felony charges. So it shut down the Korean-American 10,000 Koreans vote drive. Massive, massive vote suppression. But then uh, the community rose again. And if it weren't for the Asian-American community, Biden would not have won Georgia. And Ossoff and Warnock, there's no way that they would have won uh, the Senate. So this is the type of beginning of the harassment there. I just, I could, you know, again, being there in that community, which was under attack. Um, and that was the beginning. I mean, I, one thing this, this year I got the, uh, uh, sued in federal court and won a case against, uh, uh, the current secretary of state, Brad Raffensperger of Georgia to open up his files. He was in communication. The attack on the Asian American community started with a combine between Georgia and that, uh, and that <laughs> you'll remember our good friend, Chris Kobach of Kansas, KKK himself, who sent the hit list overwhelmingly heavy with Asian-American names of voters to remove from the voter rolls, saying that they had voted twice. Now, you have to understand, I spoke, I met with these people who were accused of voting twice. Their names are Kim and Park and Ho. And um, so, you know, as they said, there's only a few surnames in, in Korea. And so there's a lot of common names, and they use that to say, of course, Koreans are voting twice. The old game that they used to say about the black people sneaking in that extra vote. But it was very effective. It terrorized the Asian-American community. And, you know, they, these are people who are new immigrants, not just to America, but many are, are been here a while, but, but are new to Georgia. And uh, they weren't used to this. And it, it scared them. And a lot of Asian-American leaders would be straightforward, said, we got to kind of pull back from this open politicking because we're becoming targeted. And we see, oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's not a game. So, yeah, and so this, is, uh, this um, slaughter is certainly going to put some fear. Uh, if you do it in the context of a, a current Secretary of State who was willing, uh, despite Biden's praise for uh, Raffin's perjury, if that's his really his name. <laughs> it really is. His name is um, Perger, believe it or not. Yeah. Perger. Uh, you've got Biden calling him a hero of America. Uh, and uh, this is a hero that's not going to uh, be encouraging uh Asian Americans to go out, uh, particularly in the this, uh, in the wake of this killing. Well, uh, here's the problem: is that, as you know, when you don't have political power, you don't have protection. Um, it is terrifying there. And let me tell you, I was in the sixth during that uh, election back in '17, and then, of course, in the last one. And I was at the, the Trump rallies with the Proud Boys and the rest. This, this is real. It, it is actually physically dangerous for Asian-American voters there. You know, now we see the, the worst end of it, but the intimidation factor is, is very high, and, it, and it's coming from the top. This guy, Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State, yes, he, he famously released the ta- tapes of, of Trump muscling him to find 12,000 more votes to steal the, the state uh, from Biden. But, you know, I talked to a source in, on background from the ACLU. It was furious. They're saying, we're suing this guy. He's one of the worst. The NAACP calls him the suppressor-in-chief of Georgia. And he said the only reason he went public was to stay out of prison, because what Trump was asking him to do was to, after they'd gone through the complete review and certification of the vote, to find 12,000 more votes, find them, meaning 
going back through the votes and disqualifying voters. And we were watching that as the, my team with uh, um, Barbara Arnwine and the Transformative Justice Coalition, ACLU, Black Voters Matter. We were, we were watching, literally watching every single ballot. If he would have started canceling them, he would have ended up in a federal prison. And that's why he decided it was someone's going to wear an orange suit, and it's either going to be him or Trump. And Trump, of course, looks better in orange. So, you know, this guy is not a hero. But understand that um, whatever you want to call him, hero or zero, um, his clampdown and Brian Kemp, his predecessor, now governor, his clampdown on the Asian American voters, the harassment is just out of control. Even worse, even worse than in the Hispanic and African-American communities because they understand that these are people who are not used to this, to this terrorizing. And it's, it's, they are not organized to stand up against it. And it's very, very difficult. I mean, I can't overestimate, overemphasize. Before this, this act of terror happened, uh, the, how uh, brutal the suppression was aimed at the uh, Asian-American community. I think it's nationwide, but, but it is a particularly brutal in Georgia. You know, one of the things that uh, you're reporting uh, pointed out, and it was really moving, was how the Republican Party, particularly in Georgia, was willing to allow the extreme right uh, to play a structural role uh, in trying to turn the state around. So all these uh, extreme right haters, uh, these folks uh, who uh, are willing to, you know, hang Mike Pence if he doesn't do the right thing. So imagine um, what they could be up to, and they, they have become a structural part of the Republican Party in Georgia and other places, and that's a problem, isn't it? Well, bef- i got to tell you, Dennis, and you see, if you go to gregpals.com, you'll see my writings uh, uh, from Georgia, and I was reporting on the terror created by the Proud Boys and the, um, and the Steal Back Your Vote organization, uh, uh, Stop the Steal organization led by Ali Alexander and others, um, before the riots and then after the riots. And, yes, it is, um, you know, instead of the Georgia Bureau of Investigation going after the Proud Boys, they went after the people that they were harassing. Now, one thing that you'd notice, the Republican Party, and this was shocking even to me. I mean, I don't know how I could be shocked after all these years, Dennis, but I was shocked. The Republican Party actually hired one of the main instigators of the January 6th so-called insurrection. They hired him to lead the uh, northern Atlanta suburbs get-out-the-vote drive for the Republican Party in the Senate runoff. They hired this guy who was, you know, from one of these, you know, horrific harassment organizations, Ali Alexander, put and made him the star of their get-out-the-vote drive. Now, understand, get-out-the-vote in these contexts has two meanings. It's not just getting out the vote. It's stopping the vote. Because you use the term get out the vote. It's a very polite term. But when you have these really intimidating people going through those northern suburbs of Atlanta, which is the heavy concentration of the Asian American votes, and, and along the, uh, the kind of high, um, high-tech corridor up to Alpharetta, which is where you have a big concentration of, of Asian Americans, uh, it's, 
you're putting these people on the street. They're not just getting out the vote. They're stopping the vote. They're scaring people out of voting. They know what the, you know, the GOP doesn't use hire muscle guys because they're going to politely talk you into voting. They're hiring these muscle men to muscle. And this is, I'm telling you, Dennis, anyone shocked at this terrorist attack? Now, of course, I'm not saying that the GOP put out the word, start shooting Asian-American women, but that's not what happens. They denigrate people. They vilify them. They say that they are committing crimes, that they are invaders. And some, someone's uh, switch is going to flip in their heads and, and, uh, and take uh, horrendous, bloody action. It's not surprising, but we better move away from just the, the, the guy with the gun. And I just heard your, you know, your prior guest talk about you know, the international geopolitics and imperialism. Well, let's talk about internal imperialism. Let's talk about empire of the old south within Georgia that will not let go. And this is really terrifying, I'm telling you. Wow. Well, we're going to leave it there for now, Greg Palast. As always, we appreciate the incredibly good information. You can follow Greg at gregpalast.com. He's putting up new stories all the time. You can see uh, his uh, story is up now about uh, uh, Kim Crow, from Jim Crow to Kim Crow. You can check that out and a whole bunch of other stuff up there. Greg, obviously, uh, the battle is on. We just have 30 seconds. The battle is on. Our, 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 uh, the state State's going to win with uh, these 250 uh, voter suppression laws, or uh, are the feds going to come through and create a structure that uh, overrides the states? What's your best guess? Are we losers (laughs) or winners? I I hope that we can stop running the election crimes bulletin, that the crime wave is over. I'm just not counting on it. Not counting on it. Okay, well, we're counting on you to keep us posted. Greg Palace, gregpalace.com. Thank you, Greg. Be careful. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. You're welcome. Bye.